There's a key element that all riders need to have present in order to actually ride. And it's something that's not spoken about. It's something many riders don't understand. They don't even know they need it. And that's forward. You have to think forward. You have to act forward. And you have to ride forward every day. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse by giving you, well, the nuts and bolts of all the basics that you need to have in place and the basics that sometimes we tend to overlook because we're in such a rush to get to all the fancy dancy parts as my three-year-old calls them. So um, I want to talk today about forwardness. Now we often associate forwardness as being something to do with the horse and if you're thinking Lorna what in the name of all that's good in the world is forwardness I'm going to chat about that just now but very often we do associate this being just the horse but it has to first come from the rider okay and where many riders go wrong is they're focusing only on the horse and they forget that whatever they are doing and thinking and being well that's what's going on in the whole conversation your horse will always align to you okay so i want to shift this back to you today and i want to give you four really simple applicable tips that you can use next time you're in the saddle to begin thinking about forward and to begin encouraging more forward in your riding. Now, first and foremost, what is forwardness? Forwardness is the difference between going nowhere slowly and going somewhere with a sense of purpose is the long and the short of it. (laughs) Forwardness is when you're thinking ahead. It's when the energy is there and it's active and it's engaged and you're thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm doing something now. It's the sense of purpose. That's really and truly what it is. And I personally believe that forwardness has to be there before anything else, before you even get to relaxation and rhythm and all the other fun stuff that we, we work on with our horses every day. You need to be thinking forward. You need to be moving forward. There has to be forwardness, okay? So really and truly, it's the energy. It is the it's the whole and and I want to say energy because it is a physical energy but it's also the energy of your mental processes and what's going on in your head as well okay forward is very much a mental and an emotional part of riding not just a physical part okay and I think that when you are with your horse and when you're in the saddle the first thing that you can do in order to encourage forwardness is to actually look where you want to go now I know I know this is like nothing new, but you'd be surprised. I find that when riders are wanting to work on something and when that something feels a little uncomfortable, it feels different. It feels difficult. Okay. It feels like something that may just be a little bit more, I don't know, effort requiring okay than what they're normally doing I find that in those moments riders tend to look down now I'm not sure what they think is going to appear between their two hands but something I don't know that they're looking there they look expectantly there like something's going to magically just conjure between their two hands I'm going to be really honest with you if you are looking down you are thinking down and you are it's almost it's the equivalent of getting stuck in the mud Okay, and stuck in the mud is the exact opposite of forward. Okay, so first and foremost, look up and look where you want to go. The second thing I'm going to suggest is that you begin carrying yourself with a sense of purpose. 
Now I know again, none of these are new. They're not earth shattering, but again, when the rubber hits the road, it's going to say something else, but when things, when questions are being asked and when you are being required to show up as the next best version of yourself, very often we can see through the person's posture, through their body language, that they're very uncomfortable with this. And what tends to happen is people physically begin to actually shrink. Okay. So they begin to, you can see it through their shoulders. They close their chest in, they close their shoulders down. Okay. You can see it through their hands. Their hands become, (laughs) they become closer together and closer to the withers or the pommel of the saddle. Okay. Everything kind of, it just all shuts down. And I want you to think about that when you are closing all of your body down, when you're, when you're shutting things down, when you're making yourself feel smaller and Again, usually this is because we feel uncomfortable and and it's not a physical discomfort. Usually it's a mental or an emotional discomfort that we have because it feels different and we have this little bit of discomfort there. Our natural default is to go back to playing small, okay? And we, we actually physically make ourselves smaller. Now, when you do this, what ends up happening is you block the energy. So even if your horse is still moving thinking, working forward by you playing small and physically becoming small and becoming by shrinking down, okay, by stopping carrying yourself. What ends up happening is you block the energy. And we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, but it's really, really important to understand that this is necessary. And this is why very often when you're trying something new. So recently we've been working on leg yielding inside of connection and many of the riders were saying that they were initially getting stuck and what tends to happen again is that discomfort and then when you begin to question yourself oh hold on now maybe this isn't right we tend to shrink a little bit which blocks the energy okay and it was showing up in the leg yielding for these riders so just look at that think about that think about how you need to carry yourself and in those moments when you begin second guessing yourself or you begin to feel that emotional discomfort that is the actual time where you really and truly need to pay attention you need to begin to carry yourself with that sense of purpose. Okay, the third thing that I'm going to suggest you do in order to help create and maintain forwardness in your riding is to develop the relationship between your seat and your hand. Now, I chat a lot about this. I really feel that your hand is, it's, it's almost like it's connected to your seat, okay? And whatever your seat does, and it's important to understand that the seat comes first, but whatever your seat is doing, or whatever it does, or whatever it's going to do, that is going to have a direct impact on your hand, okay? And whatever your hand's going to do. And when you can begin to develop this relationship, you can begin to take the handbrake off, like we were chatting about recently with the blocking, okay? But not only that, when you can begin to develop this relationship, very often we don't realize that we are giving those conflicting instructions to our horse. And what can very often happen is, because the instruction instructions we're giving are well you're kind of saying one thing but then you're actually saying the other thing the horse doesn't know what to do and again you get that break because that the horse then begins to feel a little maybe mentally and emotionally uh, I don't know what's going on here which is discomfort 
I don't know what to do and what's lost forwardness, okay? When you can begin to actually use your seat and your hands and begin to use them together, you're going to find that you are, yes, saying one thing, but not only that, you're then allowing the horse to move through, okay? You're allowing the horse to take action on whatever the instruction or the question was, okay? It's, and that's really important to forwardness. Very often, we can feel like we're thinking forward, but physically, we lose it. And again, this will only work if the first two things that I said were present. So you're looking where you're going, you're carrying yourself with a sense of purpose. Then you build that relationship between your seat and your hand. You really and truly, you begin like developing the coordination between the two. Your seat, as I said, will come first before the hand, but sometimes it's easier to use your hand in order to remind you to actually engage the seat. And I'm saying engage, all I mean is engage your brain to actually notice your seat, okay? It's not that you want to engage your seat all the time, but um, it's important to understand that. And over time, then your seat will actually kick in and, and you'll do it yourself. But it is important to, to know that there is a relationship there and you can help yourself by really kind of glimpsing if you want and just giving a little glance every now and then. What is my hand doing? Okay, so therefore, what's my seat doing? And from there, you can begin to have better conversations. And then the fourth thing you can do, and again, this is all fairly simple, but it's plan the next move. You can go forward, you can be moving forward, but if you don't know where you want to go, and all of a sudden you take this huge right turn, you can kind of see that over time, your horse is going to be less than willing to trust your forwardness, okay? You're going to undo the things that come after forwardness. And as I said, forwardness for me, I really and truly believe that it it is the first thing. It is like the, it, nothing else can be, it cannot exist if we don't have forwardness, okay? So if you are then trying to work on, let's say, rhythm, but you're chopping and changing what you're doing with no plan at all, you are going to meet the roadblocks along the way that are going to then begin preventing you from moving forward with your horse. So it's really important to create the plan, to have the plan, to know that, okay, what I'm gonna do is as after I ride through this corner and you've chosen the path for the corner, for example, and after you ride through it, that you're able to then say to yourself, okay, I've gotten through the corner, I'm gonna pick up canter now, um, maybe so many meters out from my corner or the halfway point on the short side or whatever the case is, or, or you're gonna canter in the corner, or I'm going to go into a circle or whatever it is, but having the plan and not just getting there and suddenly going, oh, I think I'll do a circle now, or oh, I'll canter now. That's not a plan. And that is going to, over time, actually get both yourself and your horse to the point where you no longer trust the forwardness and therefore you won't have the forwardness. If you'd like a hand with all of the above, and not only that, with actually the plan part, um, I'm going to invite you to join me inside of Connection. It is my online membership for equestrians. And in there, you will get a plan for every month, but you'll also have me in your ear um, telling you how to actually begin preparing all of this and how to work on all of this with your horse. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.